Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish Tap into raw flesh Vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition Chemically imbalanced Ethiopian in Helen Kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line No defining Swirling dervish In between space and time It's a fix Tuesday Another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just diffuse the way uh, Another tip for fix Tuesday Another news day, north, east, west, south, west. Not here to confuse the day, just confuse the way. Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea. To get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
8 o'clock. We are now going to make this is the hottest day of the week. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air same as your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air same as your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand how magical this uh, something like this every Wednesday can become. So you need to start uh, getting your calendar right, getting your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intention straight out. All right, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages for us to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit that works. You have an activated pioneer man in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. Back again for another Kiss and Kicks Tuesday. First World Order Radio. It's your host, Like Water, the Meta Magician. Just breathing through it, just re molecularize myself back into the material world again. My breath has just been reactivated into the body. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, we're here again on a, another wondrous Marty uh, Tuesday. Another, another Mars Day. All right, so today's topic, of course, I'm talking about over the rainbow. It's called over the rainbow. That's the, the title. Going to just discuss uh, how that relates to um, the Wizard of Oz, uh, as far as the the cliche somewhere over the rainbow in the song that was uh, the, the title of that song. That was, uh, I guess, it was theme songs of this device or whatever. So, Frank Bond, if I'm not mistaken, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, Frank Bond, we're gonna get into that in a few minutes. First, uh, we haven't done a meditation in a while, and it just like spilled on me a few seconds ago. I was like, hold on. Rainbow meditation, because we're talking about rainbow and everything. Let's go ahead and get the rainbow meditation in. So I'm going to get that going real quick. Before that, though, got to give thanks to those who came before, those who come after me. I'm going to give thanks to the family, to the Black World. Black, I mean, the first order, first world order radio family. 
is giving them a scratch in the home. They, it's intoxicating to come out of there. Okay, but um, I get thanks for um, for giving us this space and opportunity right here. So I'm gonna go ahead into the rainbow meditation. It's uh, a few minutes. I'm just I'm gonna keep it going real quick. It's it's a guided meditation. Like I said, I just got it off the internet, so you know it's off of YouTube. But it's it was just something I was walking. I said, like, hold on, but not to talk through it too much. Here we go. All right, I'll be right back with you after these messages. Sit back and relax and enjoy the meditation. This is a rainbow meditation. And it goes through the different colors of the rainbow. Feet flat on the floor. Relax and take a deep, cleansing breath. Imagine your body as an empty vessel. You're sitting on a hill in a peaceful meadow, and a sparkling blue lake is below you. Picture the sun setting on a beautiful day, and it begins to glow deep red. The rays touch your forehead, and you see the red glow behind your eyes. Absorb the red light within you. Take the red within you and picture your body being filled with a bright ruby red liquid. The color of ruby sparkling in the sunlight. Imagine it filling up your toes, your feet, your knees, your thighs. The red liquid travels up your body, filling your belly and your chest and spilling into your arms. It fills you through to your fingertips. It continues to build and swirl a deep, sparkling red, crystal clear and rich in color. Allow it to continue to fill your body, your throat and your head. See it sparkling red, swirling in every corner of your being. Take a deep cleansing breath and blow it out slowly. When you feel peace within, allow the liquid to begin to drain out of your fingertips and out of the heels of your feet. Dangle your hands down if you like and picture it flowing out of your fingertips. Always returning back to Mother Earth. See it draining down. It flows out of you completely, emptying the vessel that you are and returning all to nature.
take a deep cleansing breath. You are an empty vessel. As you sit there on the hill, you hear the birds and the sound of water falling in the distance. It's tranquil and calm. You hear the sounds of crickets as the night passes by and night moves into dawn. You hear and feel the sounds of sunrise in the grove of trees. The birds begin to chirp as sun breaks on the horizon in a brilliant orange glow. Now see your toes touched by that orange glow. The feel of the sun is absorbed by your feet. And you begin to fill your vessel with the orange glow, pulling it within. Orange liquid fills your toes and your feet as it moves up your legs and up your knees. It's a bright tangerine orange liquid, the color of sun-kissed orange. It is transparent, glistening with dew. It moves up your legs to your base, up into the root of your spine. And it floods your abdomen. A bright light sparkles and shines as it permeates and swirls in every corner of your being. It fills up your chest, swirling and spinning upward into your arms, to the tips of your fingers. The orange liquid moves up further and fills up your throat as you feel it spinning. Up to your head. Your whole body is a vessel filled with a warm, swirling, sparkling orange liquid as it cleanses and moves within you. I didn't listen to that beforehand. That was kind of, uh, I didn't want to stop playing on it so I could let it ride out through. It was cool, though. It was very, very relaxed. Once in the reach. Yeah, 
and we're going to talk about a few things today um, pertaining to the chakra system and um, the color of the rainbow and spectrum doesn't how they are symbolic to uh, creation process of manifestation like a human being when I men, men. So we're going to get into today's topic. The first, so, well, we're talking about somewhere over the rainbow. We mentioned it before. I, 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 I talked about it, still spoke on a couple of weeks ago, but basically melanin being that it absorbs all light sound and reflects all light sound. And the absorption of this light, it reflects it out. Or the absorption of all colors, it reflects it out as the color of dark, so black, what we would call black. And that would be a melanin. So all these colors, the so-called seven colors of the spectrum, which there are many more than just seven colors. Those seven colors that the physical eye operates with and we register with, but if there are over... 200 so colors within that spectrum. <clears throat> and they are in the, um, the overtones of this reality. We would call those overtones uh, multiverses of numerous inter, uh, interdimensional realities. Now. But uh, being that melanin flex is the reflection of all colors. And that is black. So over the rainbow, since the rainbow is all the colors of the of the um, physical spectrum of light, then over the rainbow would imply darkness. But first, since we are talking about melanin, that is, melanin is uh, what being to light in the first place, form of rainbow. And speak on how to enhance melanin production. We spoke on this before as well, but sunlight, of course, is one of the best ways to decrease melanin in the body. Since the, uh, melanin is a natural substance in the body, which in the eyes and skin, and pigmentation and melanocytes that produce melanin in the body, but skin cells called melanocytes that produce melanin. So these skin cells. Help protect uh, protect us against uh, ultraviolet rays, and uh, also it um, absorbs all types of energy, such as sunlight, electromagnetic energy, music, sound, sound uh, waves, radio waves, computer radiation, X rays, cosmic rays, ultraviolet rays. But uh, computer radiation, taking that in radio waves, but sunlight, the electromagnetic energy, music, we're taking all that in through the uh, melanin centers. And we absorb those energies into the physical structure. They molecularize our, what we're exposed to. So, you know, one good way to keep your composure, but to keep the physical body, the this the holographic expression of the rainbow properly built into the physical reality is built to, where all colors are generated properly. 
gate, natural sunlight, natural increase of vitamin D in your system. Vitamin D needs um, direct sunlight in order for it to stimulate or in order for it to synthesize uh, skin. Not saying the vitamin D is synthesized in the skin, so in order for it to penetrate properly in the skin, you need short wave ultraviolet radiation. That comes directly from the sun. So the sunlight, the vitamin D, you know, vitamin D uh, supplementation is good. Vitamin D3 probably be the best route. Um, collagen, collagen is one, makes it one quarter of the human body. It's very similar to what we call fascia. Collagen, the collagen is pretty much the post, the majority of protein and attendant maintenance, as well as uh, partless of bone and skin. So when uh, when the skin, the skin is just like dermis in the inner layer of the skin. Collagen fibers support like the mechanical function and the strength of uh, the muscles or, or whatnot and the ligaments tendons within the, the body. So that mechanical function is supported by collagen. The quantity of collagen plays a major role in the so over time, college can be destroyed by factors like sun, smoke, and pollution, and injury. And when this happens, it causes molecules to be destroyed, and then we are prepared to synthesize the new collagen molecules that are needed to replace it because it is damaged to the old bodies. So when this happens, we need something to strengthen it. And that will come from a vitamin C, vitamin D, keep the skin strong and tight. Because both melanin and collagen protect skin from damage, supporting their function and comparison. So, to keep the uh, melanin and collagen strong, vitamin C helps with fish synthesis to, to uh, for it to go into the skin properly. Groups. Fruits and vegetables, of course, because they impact cardinoids, and um, especially like the yellow, orange um, variations, green, dark green, dark leafy greens, of course, are always good for uh, like vitamin A, the cardinoids. Melanin also is a, it's a biological active substance. So that means it has the capability to pretty much make its own life. You know what I'm saying? It should pretty much reproduce itself. And, and recreate itself from itself. Because due to its civilizing, civilizing attributes. Alright, we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes, but that's a, that was a tips and tricks on how to enhance melanin. Basically, I didn't really go through a lot of them, but 
Okay, another one would be Copper. Copper's kind of book that we're dealing, dealing with her, but not Easter. And, you know, and when we consider this, that not Easter is of uh, extraterrestrial type of, or you could say superhuman type of genetic. This kinky or kingly crown, or this uh, not eat the hair, has potential to take in more, um, more solar cosmic and galactic energy due to its strong effect. So as it takes in this energy or this uh, intelligence, this interaction is stronger with uh, universal principles and forces that are present that we connect with. That's somewhere over the rainbow. So, um, you could get this right here. So, yeah, copper. Copper is, uh, is good to, low doses of copper, too. You may want to talk to your naturopath or someone that deals with um, supplementation and nutrition or something like that. Make sure you get the proper amount for your, uh, for your, um, not, you know, not do something else, but a good way to get copper is uh, the liver of animal, animal uh, products, good healthy animal products that have been, that are, you know, don't have uh, antibiotics or any type of hormones to keep it to a thing. And then they're not living on themselves, you know, so, uh, you know, um, so either organ meats, oysters, uh, shellfish also have want to eat anything that's thin with meat. Other than that, if not meat, soy and seeds have copper, pumpkin seeds, lima beans, sesame seeds, non-GMO, possibly, you know how it, how it is. But that's good. You know, so, um, but as I said before, dog leafy vegetables also, um, they have they have tyrosine, and that helps build melanin. Well, avocado and bananas, apples, pretty much anything that's dealing with uh, sweet. It got sweet in it, that means it got vitality in it, melanin. Melanin has a very aromatic, um, sweet smell, which is ammonia attributes. That's also why, as uh, melanated beings, new beings, we uh, we also give off a very distinctive aroma. And when healthy, is a, a can be very seductive because it's a natural hormone, but not that attracts the opposite of opposite the opposite sex. But that is uh, natural smell in the street as well. It's not a, a It's natural and, and nice, actually. All right, so that's some some tips and tricks on how to increase melanin. And go ahead and get involved in uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Well, with uh, rainbows. How rainbows form. Rainbows are formed. This is a 
the definition of the rainbow, an arc of spectral colors using usually identified as red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet that appears in the sky object as a result of the refractive dispersion of sunlight and drops of rain or mist. So it's the uh, it's the arc of all the colors in the of the spectrum um, that appears in the sky after after the sun is came up and has rained or rain or, or rain mist in the sky, the sun the sunlight has penetrated through the water and it's refracted and refraction means to be slowed down or for the refraction of light means for light to be slowed down by some type of form within it, uh, within its flight. So we're basically that would be the water vapors or whatnot that would be slowing down light so that it would get bends and we see when it bends through the water it becomes a rainbow or the second colors of the rainbow or the spectrum. So again, refraction of light or refraction is the bending of of light or wave or wave when it enters into something that's different and it, when it, it changes when it's Rates that it or the rate of the speed that it um, actually moves at. So, from the fast medium to a slower medium, that's when it bends and see light rate that was moving at a certain rate. Now we see it as the colors of the rainbow and slow down. All right, so and this is the same thing that happens in the refraction of light to the eyelid. And the eye, so refraction is is the same thing responsible for the end that's formed by the lens when it hits the eye. So that speed of light is reduced or slowed down, and to the slower medium, then it's changed. The frequency is unchanged, but the movement or the way of the light changes, or the medium of that aspect changes. So the frequency is unchanged. But the source of the light is unaffected and really changed. So that's when we see whatever it is goes into this reality. That change. So refraction is, again, the bending of light. So that's, a, that's how rainbows are formed. When something is, well, the bending of light by way of a medium that slows down the light. So what is that medium that slows down the light? It's the water, right? Water vapors or any type anything that slows again can cause the being. Water just so happens to cause the being left. To those colors to refract, refract bending, so it bends. So what's over the rainbow is melanin, and that's what's causing light to bend from the perspective of the nothing. So that would be the waters of fermenting, that was the essence. Basically, that's the, and then that's in the 
eternal melody, dark matter, that yet still when this light kind of goes in to the eye, it is refracted and is responsible for the image that is formed in the brain. And then as we perceive it, we relocate it in the physical reality as the physical object through the senses. And the senses also relate to the seven colors of the spectrum as well as the seven chakras. Color red and with the eyes or physical reality. And, with, and also, since speaking on the eyes, You must recall that the pomegranate is very similar to the eye, being that, well, melanin is treated by the pomegranate. The pomegranate has a red color at the stem of it. It's about a half an inch in length, and the head is smaller than Green tree, that's why we call it the pine one, but it's in the shape of a pine, but the size of a pea. So we call it the pine one because it's shaped like a pine. But the pine one consists of nerve cells that are similar to those in the retina of the eye. So the retina receives light, stimulates this light, which it transmits to the brain, and then we perceive the physical reality. So the pine one receives light and sound. And then it transmits it to the body, and we have the physical body, the physical reality. So the pomegranate is like the somewhere over the rainbow, the black dot, the soul. And if we call the central core point of manifestation, this the carbon molecule. And the carbon molecule is basically the spark or the seed, the particle that exists or dwells within the tree trunk in the story of um, Osar, or Pretty Marie, that saw it in religion, with the Mephite religion. So or within the story, you know, the tree trunk was the coffin, but it's the physical reality. The coffin also symbolized by the grave or gravity. So gravity bends into the physical reality as it slowed down by light. So when light hits gravity bends and then it becomes physical reality and that going that rainbow type effect. The light is coming out of and out of emptiness or darkness. So all of that is taking place bridges into where the tree trunk is, the tree trunk being the physical reality holding the spark of life from the nothings, from the, the sea or the water. Basically, that would be a minty, and that's, the, that's what it's going through. That's the black hole, the black dot, in order for it to uh, accumulate into all the other seven folds of the spectrum and then form into the physical body as the resurrection of the root or light. <clears throat> so the tree trunk where Osar is, is a, where, you know, he was pretty much uh, thrown into the coffin or this tree trunk 
basically it was a coffin at first, the sarcophagus was set, then thrown into the Nile River and eventually got up there to Mesopotamia area. But when they they found him, when the king um, people found him and everything, they planted, they put it over there by the tree to see a child's tree or whatnot, A-C-A-I tree, and eventually it grew up into what it, what we would call the tree of life. And when I do it, it's all symbolic. And the metaphor, speaking on how the traditions and culture of uh, the indigenous people on the planet Earth dies forward from one area to the other area through fluid or wisdom, through the transport of uh, truth and balance, and basically uh, civilization, because as we recall, melanin is the civilized agent. So wherever it goes and whatever it touches, it it deems to civilize it or to create an adaptation of righteousness, balance, order, not. Uh, so the resurrection of, of Haru was basically uh, the resurrection of self-spirit. And some we look at some of us look at the knowledge of self as uh as self not self being something more existing in the ego, the personality. That is partial to the obtaining of, of not of natural Knowledge of self. Knowledge of self is is um not merely just the so-called personality. That's basically the lowest aspect of ourself. That's only one extreme. That's the ego, and that's what the Freudian psychologists call um, ego. So that portion is important because that's where we build our what we call personality, and that's where a lot of information of where our soul, um, you know, the soul intelligence has absorbed and taken in is based on that aspect of our life. And that, that is the first 21 years of our life, basically. So it, this portion is important. It, it should not be our prime focus of attention. Our awareness should not only pertain to the material um, aspects of self, but to the growth and maturity of our true self or soul through the spiritual activation of our higher infinite intelligence. So in essence, knowledge of self is the conscious reflection of all the components that compromise and compose that compose that com- not compromise, but that um, comprise and compose the physical structures of reality from the subatomic, atomic, molecular, and cellular point of view. So that's our soul, our self, our first cell. That's the black dot. That's over the rainbow, over the, the, um, the cell, or the, the prison, or the prison, the grave, the gravity. So as we are building this from the top down or from the bottom up, depending on how you're looking at it, because it's all in one, it's still developed from a rainbow type of of uh, temple. So some speaking on that, some say, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, you know, you think about it like, okay, the egg had to be first because the chicken 
you know, it's a it's a grown up egg or whatever. Then like the egg had to be first. I mean, the chicken had to be first because it had to lay an egg. Well, I look at it like this: both of them were there at the same time, and it's only due to both of them being physical. So they are both um, templates of something that was in that soupy, undifferentiated uh, energy matter. So inside of that water was nothing, but when it popped out, it developed into those different third-dimensional, you know, or one, two, and three-dimensional aspects of that reality. And then, you know, that that watery substance in between the shell and into the egg, that's the unseen reality coming into view through the water. First it was nothing, the air and all that, and then eventually that dot, that that came that you know the energy or whatnot the intelligence is forming through thought into you know from the idea to the thought to the to the actualization of the fifth reality that's what that yolk is that's what that fluid in the egg is nothing so that that transport from the immaterial developing to the fluids that we see as as that egg, inside the egg. But that's developed from the template. So nobody just walked up and put this egg in the shell. So, you know, here's the first egg for this chicken right here. It developed over time from nothing. You know, it put things together from an unseen hand. But that's basically uh, how life and nature exists. You know what I'm saying? And anything that's against nature, we could say is unrighteous, basically. And when you look at that, so anything against God would be satanic, but anything against God, God being nature, but anything against nature would be so-called satanic, but satanic, in essence, is unrighteous. Not really the the title or description of what we would term or the definition in a book, but Unrighteous meaning that it's not balanced. So if anything against nature, that means there's no balance of that. Therefore, the bend from the top and the bottom won't have the, the um, they won't be equal. So as above, so below. That means what's going on on the top end necessarily has to be, it should be, but what not happening on the lower end of that. that be the reflection or refraction of the light property to the physical reality where there are no velocities of that energy going from top to bottom <clears throat> in, a, in a proper alignment of those uh, of those chakras and whatnot and how they would flux that energy to form the physical um, reality or this, the holographic expression that we do, we um, that we have uh, manifested. And that's how everything flows too. So as we feel more light within, then that light or that expression will bend out or into the physical reality as that rainbow. So going out of this right now into another part. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I spoke on the refraction, but um so refraction is dealing with how well, basically, a rainbow is, is formed by light being passed through water <clears throat> and bending. The refraction 
is how it's going to light slow down. So physical reality is a slow down interpretation of the true reality or the unseen reality. Because this, this is a, the physical reality is rigid. So it it takes in more of mass. And when mass is formed, it has to slow down. Light has to slow down to be picked up in into a view or into a physical um, structure that we call objects. So even the thought is an object because we have to collect a vision from the immaterial reality. And that immaterial again, is a, it's a rainbow that is just absorbed and it is reflected as dark. Right, so um, this is out of out of the uh, the out of the uh, oh yes the autonomous acting it's a national nourished to dissolve right here states that the pineal gland in the brain excretes melanin throughout the entire human body. Pineal gland is symbolized by the mystical uraeus or the kadosis, which is the cobra on the forehead of the compact. Right, so um, in the Holy Bible, New Testament, Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 states, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thy eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. In the ISIS paper by Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, she writes that melanin gives us the ability to use our bodies as direct connections with the God force, the source of all energy. The blackness is a divine cosmic principle of the universe. It states right here that the black body is, a, is known to be a perfect absorber. The melanated body is known to be a perfect absorber, transformer, conductor, and radiator, all forms of light and energy. They could be electrical rays, microwaves, infrared rays, visible rays, sunlight, ultraviolet rays, X-rays, gamma rays. And depending on the particular color visualized properly, the healing can be invoked. Right. So the black body, the melanated body, is known to be a perfect absorber, transformer, conductor, and radiator of all forms of light in it. Also, we're here with the lower interface, lower interface states that uh, all of this is between when the interfaces of things. So, in these middle points of mediums, there are. <coughs> They are not entirely like one thing or the other. So, power within these two interfaces is like a cave or a tower, mountain, um, crossroads, cliffs. As you know, the cave is in between the sky and the earth. Well, a cave is in between the lower earth and coming out to higher. The mountain is in between the sky. How it's two beaches is the ocean, the water, and, and the earth. You know, so it's two places. All right, so 
times a day, don't that's between two places, like uh, dawn to noon, sunset and midnight is two places, and the solstice and equinox are two places. But also, you look at a rainbow. A rainbow is between two places. So that's the law of interface. Well, it's power existing within the rainbow. Also, because of where it's power. Power is uh, it's a resource, you say, you know. And dealing with the economy, if you want to speak to on the economy or anything that's dealing with economics, economics is based on resources. So that's the true definition, cognitively, of uh, economy is, so resources. And the main resource on the planet Earth basically is life. Life is the resources to look again at the source. So uh, to look at God, to the observation, man. So as man walks, he's walking with the eye of God. The body is filled with light. You know what I'm saying? The eye is single. You know so the single eye, the gland, absorbs in this light. You know, this black dot tasting this light that's over the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? It forms the rainbow. It forms the physical body. Seven colors or the the numerous colors, you know, since we do deal with, we do have uh, over 72,000 nodies. These nodies can represent different aspects of color as they go through different hues and changes or transformation. But energy is not going to be dormant as one color, especially in the transformation from one state to the next. So I'm not thinking it's going to be red. And then just jump to orange. It's something in between that red and orange, and it could be variations of thousands of degrees of different um, hues and colors or whatnot. But yet, still, those seven colors that we operate with, and we come through as far as the colors of the chakra, those are the ones that formulate things of, of the stock or what called neutral. The black body or the melanated body is the perfect absorber of all that light. That's the equivalent to, can be equivalent to the power plan, absorber of all that light. And it does receive light sound and it does transmit it to the body. So the power plan, which is located in a fluid field space, called the third bench or Brahma's cave inside the middle of the brain stimulates the growth of nervous um, of the nervous system and the cerebrum on the cerebrum. So it's the thinking brain that's the cerebrum. The pineal gland actually stimulates the growth of the nerves within um, or the growth of the nervous system and also um, pineal gland which produces melatonin and serotonin throughout the uh, security of the day is those elements produced through the cerebrum or the, the funnel the uh, funnel load creates critical thinking and reasoning and that's why it functions the chemical uh, key to black greatness by Carl Barnes he states in that uh, 
clairvoyance, melanated people have high physical, mental, and spiritual capabilities. Melanin enhances the nervous system in such a way that messages from the brain reach other areas of the body greatest in black people. The original people, black infants, the um, and black people, the original people, melanated infants sit, stand, crawl, and walk sooner than, than um, Caucasians and demonstrate more advanced cognitive skills than their Caucasian counterparts because of their abundance of melanin. Carbons writes, your mental processes, brain power, are controlled by the same chemical that gives black humans their superior physical, athletics, rhythmic, dancing abilities. This chemical is melanin. The scientific evidence of melanin threatens the ideology of the supremacy system. And right here, I'm going to, I'm going to play something. It's a little uh, key and peel. And we were checking them out the other day, and this uh, episode drew my awareness. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw it on there and see how we can bridge this in with some metaphysical uh, activities and see what's popping in there inside of, of, the, uh, of that metaphysical language. You know how we do over here in metaphysical language is the retransformation, retransformation. You know, it's already been transformed into whatever it is. That language, but it's the retransformation. Metaphysical language is the retransformation of words, and also it opens up other portals or vortexes of thought. So it's the rearrangement of one's um, mode of thinking. Metaphysical language, because the metaphysics is um, away from the physical reality. So it's not what we are giving verbatim. So this is Key and Peel. It, it pertains to um, how as melanated people, as Carl Barnes mentioned, we have a high physical, mental, and spiritual capability. And um, through our, traditionally speaking and naturally speaking, we have developed um, numerous spiritual um, systems as well as educational systems that were based on spiritualism. Basically, our culture was our whole way of being was based on spiritual, is based on spiritualism to this day. That's why it's so easy to be manipulated by something that someone outside of us would term as spiritual, when everything that's spiritual resides within each and every individuated to itself. It is nothing outside of you that is going to save us. It's, it's, we're not, we're, no one is coming for it. All right? Well, you know, but, but uh, we, we already here. We've been here. The indigenous people and you know what we're not gonna get involved in that because Key and Peel about to play into so uh, this is Key and Peel check them out. Hope I don't get sued, but it, it was funny. I just want to bring it in here real quick like that. And uh, my fingers doing the talking. So after these messages. All right, listen up, y'all. I'm y'all substitute teacher, Mr. Garvey. I taught school for 20 years in the inner city, so don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me? Okay, take a roll here. Jay Quellen. Where's Jay Quellen at? No Jay Quellen here? Yeah. Uh. 
Do you mean Jacqueline? Okay. So that's how it's going to be. Y'all want to play. Okay, then. I've got my eye on you, Jaqueline. Balake. Where is Balake at? No Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name is Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Blake. What? Do you want to go to war, Balaki? No. Because we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. So you better check yourself. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? If one of y'all says some silly-ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. Now, D-nice. Do you mean Denise? Oh, no. Bitch! You say your name right, right now. Denise? Say it right. Denise. Correctly. Denise. Right. Denise. Right. D-nice. That's better. <sighs> Thank you. Now, A.A. Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? No A.A. Ron, huh? Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A.A. Ron. Here. Oh, man. Why didn't you answer me the first time I said it, huh? Huh? I'm just, you know, I'm just asking, you know, I said it like four times, so why didn't you say it the first time I said A.A. Ron? Pronounced Aaron? Son of a bitch! You done messed up, A.A. Hey, hey, Ron! Now take your ass on down to Oshag Hennessy's office right now and tell him exactly what you did! Who? Oshag Hennessy! Principal O'Shaughnessy? Get out of my goddamn classroom before I break my foot off in your ass! Insubordinate and churlish. Timothy. Present. Thank you. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Yeah, we have kind of uh, a delay on the applause. I was, I was waiting for the applause to get in there, but there it was. Yeah, thank you, Key and Phil. They have exited the building, but Jay Quellen, right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, blocky. <laughs> that was kind of funny to me. But, um, you know how he was breaking down those words and pronouncing them in a different tone, other than the way that was uh, ascribed to whoever owned or whatever had that title. You know what I'm saying? So it might have been like her name was uh, Jacqueline, but he pronounced it as uh, Jaquil. Now, since we we speaking on how uh, melanin can increase the physical, mental, and spiritual attributes of people with higher um, or um, yeah, higher rates of melanin within the system. That would be due to the fact, like Carl Barnes mentioned, it enhances the nervous system. 
in such a way that the messages to the from the brain reach the other parts of the body. Best when it's just a fully melanated or melanated from from the um, root to the tooth. You know what I'm saying? The whole hall. <laughs> but uh, anyway, when, when melanin is uh, you have neuromelanin as well as the pigmentation. So the pigmentation of skin melanin, being that uh, is um, readily available in darker skin complexion people, we can um, have higher mental and spiritual capabilities as well as physical. We see the physical part because that's what um, we tend to focus more of our attention on and generate that kundalini or that physical energy in that respect and, and disregard the spiritual capabilities or the higher capabilities of uh, of that energy. Which spiritual meaning intelligence, you know. I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you ain't gonna be dumb. I mean, it ain't like somebody that's uh, happy to dumb. I, I'm not saying that, but uh, what I mean is that's the work going in that realm, build up the physical body in that sense. Whereas the breath can also be equal to intelligence and be used in other means as well. Just use it properly. You know what I'm saying? Just use it. You know, you abuse it, you lose it. We've seen that because we do have a, a very obstructive pathway of that energy and that shallow breathing technique that we've uh, learned and, and uh, came across to the Western world. So remember to always deep conscious breathe, and when you notice that you may be shallow breathing, you know, throwing that deep conscious breath. That's a tip and trick right there. So after considering that melanin it was a waste product of the body metabolism. And it, they say it, it, you know, Western scientists say that it, it, it didn't uh, serve a useful function. Now they see that melanin is the chemical key to life, to the brain, self thinking itself, or being cognitive, and uh, being able to uh, utilize the functions of, of the brain properly. So, most. Um, Caucasians have accounts by a pilot gland which uh, obstructs the melatonin production. That means that they have a limited uh, moral capacity. So that the immoral, I say, media, maniac, European, double in America, was a maniac um, or the uh, deranged melody range neuromelanin because they're not getting enough uh, melatonin production through the body or through the, their system. So it thwarts their ability to be balanced or more to have would be, be, you know, basically would be right. And that's balanced. And I ain't, you know, I ain't going to save my eye, but basically it would be, you know, you, you live chaos, we see chaos. You know, everything is being formed into existence. Yet, we want to have a, uh, a say in that because we need to have uh, something called balance. And that balance, that there's a stillness somewhere that we have to find that non-emotionality in the emotion or in the movement. We have to find non-movement. And that's where the balance is. So this melatonin being that it's uh, thwarted or obstructed causes them to have less more or less in their 
And just palm gland and pituitary glands regulates the body's other glands as well. In this esoteric tradition, palm gland is the seat of the soul, the mystical Uraeus, um, the cobra, again, that's on the Egyptian or the Atticus. But it's, um, it's also, it produces um, antioxidant and free radicals in the body. <clears throat> This takes place. Oh. So when this takes place, well, free radical species that are that is independent of the physical. So basically a free radical is is a unpaired electron that occupies the atomic molecular orbit by itself. A free radical is is a is a chemical species capable of independent existence that contains one or more unpaired electrons occupying atomic and molecular orbits by itself. If the unpaired electrons cause the chemical species to um pair magnetically or attract to a magnetic field, making it highly reactive. When it forms free radicals, they're unstable due to the existence of at least one unpaired electron in its orbit. So paired electrons are redirected, they're rendered unstable. I mean, stable. Paired electrons are rendered stable. Unpaired electrons form chemical reactions with other chemical species and create a potential danger which may cause harm to the cells. So that's what uh, free radicals are unpaired electrons, and that causes chemical reactions within the body. But melatonin is a free radical scavenger. Yeah, this fine. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was they they in the other studio over there doing it up. And uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, by the way. Give thanks to my people's mad scientists for laying the track for uh, for Tips and Tricks Tuesday. That was Tips and Tricks. That was the first, the initial Tips and Tricks intro song. That's the first song of the track that I put together for the Tips and Tricks. Uh, second Tips and Tricks Tuesday. I was asked by the fam. I think uh, Prince asked me. Men back. I got to it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but that's uh, that was the in- that was the intro, the first joint, and um, yeah, thanks to my brother, because old mad scientist putting that together, mixing it down really nice. And, uh, and it, oh yeah, and I did put a video to that where it was on. Uh, I thought it was fun, but uh, I'm almost done with the meditation. Why why he not do meditation? So I'll be throwing that up there in a couple of days as well. I should be at the melanated event in the spring equinox, so I look forward to seeing you guys then. Uh, you know, God willing, it's going to live. God live. Well, that's the 18th, 19th, and 20th of March. We'll be doing some good things. 
build up that that city, get some um, get some movement, and just keep continuing to progress. You know what I'm saying? Get back to the topic. All right, so right here, um, but yeah, that's the pomegranate. And also, um, we was talking about how melatonin is produced by the pomegranate, and it, uh, it, when melatonin and serotonin is properly balanced, it will create in the individual way to do itself balance of their um, emotion, basically. So, when you, like, we're going into the spring equinox, you're going to notice how it's going to be a flip on people's attitude as they rearranged from a winter type of mentality into um, a spring type of mentality without natural processing of that, of what is necessarily uh, natural for the body to stay in its normal um, capacity of growth. Growth is propagation. So, again, when we're speaking on... Um, when we're speaking on how what is refraction or refraction of light and how a rainbow is formed, a rainbow is formed by light um, or the refraction of light inside of, of water vapor or mist. Well, how does that happen? Refraction. So what is refraction again? Refraction is for a wave has been slowed down or the propagation of light has been manipulated or altered. The propagation means growth. So when the growth of light is manipulated, so when we're speaking on um, black don't crack, so black don't crack is, is that thin line or is that, um, that non-movement of the undifferentiated energy matter. So as soon as this energy matter is um, moved then or stressed, basically then it's altered from its natural state of nothingness into something. It doesn't necessarily have to change from its natural state into that nothing as light rearranged, yet the ripple effects sometimes can be confused. Yet still, so this light or whatnot is a representation of how what's called the rainbow is bent into physical reality from nothing to something. That's the again the law of interfaces where there are where there's power in between two things. One could be an unseen as the sky and the other could be a seen as the mountain or the earth. But that power in between. But when these balances, when this balance, that power between the balance, that law, the inner, like the law of interface, the two realms, when it's balanced, then the completeness takes place, that circle, that 360. Instead, um, speaking on uh, Dogon symbolism, the Dogon system, as well as the Egyptian, actually, this is a holistic or metonetra. But within um, the metaneta, the symbol for matter is a half a circle. A half a circle can be um, viewed as a, a rainbow, basically. And that's matter, physical reality. The source 
in turn, there's a full circle line of like I think it's like five lines going through it or four lines going through it. Cause um, my verb. Yeah, that is um that's the source. That's a full circle. That's the place. Him. At him is the atom or Adam. You know what I'm saying? So when this calcification takes place, then other things will not operate properly. They'll function properly. And one of the first things that tend to go is the mind. So after the mind is the most is the body. So we go crazy and most get emotional. That's the reason being that we'll notice in the change of the season that some people will go through some type of emotional disorders as well as other physical problems may appear as well. But mental and emotional disorders or dilemmas may appear more so like anxiety, stress, panic attacks, different things, depression, you know, um, episodes may appear with within people's life in the next few weeks up to uh, May, to May, you know, and uh, then we get into another cycle of change. But if we if we keep our, basically our melanin balanced, inner and external, and we keep light fit properly by putting the right type of light in the structure, um, then yes, um, we we won't go through those dilemmas or to those different exchanges. If we have enough fuel or enough um, internal vitality or essence to correctly produce those foods and let those foods flow through the body correctly, contribute to the you know divine soul body. Then the rainbow or the seven colors or the holographic expression will molecularize properly and we can uh, stimulate our manifestation a little easier. Now, you know, I, I know it does get rough around the edges from what, but you can imagine that what we see as the rainbow being beautiful with all colors, of, uh, you know, right there, it has to have some type of frictional creation within the energy cycle. So, it is a beautiful image to view as it comes in from the unseen because now we see that darkness has a has a reflection that we call um, spectrum or spectrum. It can also mean um, spirit, spirit or ghoul. You know, so spectrum is light also, but it also could be a glyph or symbol. So this light angle, also information that we pick up. That's why I speak on, um, like when the dude was talking, Kev was speaking, and he's switching up the words from, you know, like uh, what was it, Jake, Jacqueline to Jake Quillen and, and D-Nice, you know, Denise to D-Nice, but that is an operation of, of how the right brain can see these words from the left brain, but then creatively, um, restructure what we would look at as physical reality, restructure it, and you know what I'm saying, pretty much 
change the energy into what it wants it to be. So that's how we adapt and we cultivate the energy properly into a righteous, civilized type of uh, arena of functionality, basically. Somewhat like the foundation has to be strong, so since the foundation is strong, you just have to put the bricks up properly now and follow the template correct from the architectural point of view. So these um, calcified pomegranates, research has revealed that most Caucasians are unable to produce melatonin. So if it's calcified, that means it's non-functional. Some of them are non-functional altogether. In American, so-called African-American, pomegranate calcification rates are 5 to 15 percent. Asian 15 to 25% and European 60 to 80% calcification can take place. This is the chemical basis for the, the cultural differences between blacks or melanated and non melanated people. So, the reason that we can see these, this great like shift or, or how we view each other is because it's due to gradients of, of melanin within those two hues or shades of color. Since we can interact with nature to a higher degree than those with lesser pigmentation, external pigmentation, then we have more of a sense of what we would deem as morality or right. We know what it is. We can sense it. We can live in it and really hug it and whatnot. Sometimes, you know, sometimes not due to how the brain also can be toward its natural capability. That would be right. But that's, only, that's due to what we are viewing now in the external reality as it being found from this, this man behind the church. Speaking of man behind the church Veil, let's go into the Wizard of Oz and how it relates to um, the rainbow. Of course, somewhere oh, the rainbow. Got to get the pat in the bed. Somewhere over this rainbow, there was a movie called Wizard of Oz. Now, in the Wizard of Oz, if you recall, it was uh, Dorothy. Dorothy. This is a coded movie. You know, just an awful deciphered uh, uh, or whatnot. So we're going to decipher. Not really, but it's been deciphered a few times by the great ones. So I'm just going to tap into it a little something, something on, uh, on the Blackwater, the Metal Magician side with, uh, you know, the rearrangement of this the language. But basically we have a uh, Dorothy. Dorothy um Gale, right? Dorothy Gale Gale is a uh, type of weather that's stronger than a tornado though. Okay, so it can defeat tornado the winds are stronger the, the rain is stronger but 
is a gift, but not so. Uh, Dorothy, if you're looking at the word Dorothy, Dor, is Hebrew. Dor is Hebrew for uh, generation. D is um, Latin for Dios, Dios, God, the theology, study of God. So we got um, Dorothy, so it's a generation of God, a generation of God. So I would go to the movie. Um, you know, most of the most of the, the facts within the movie, or, or the data within the movie, is powers to be and how uh, we transformed. Um, we went from uh, the gold and silver standard to a paper society, basically a greenback. You know, follow the yellow brick road, and uh, you know the gold was. Yellow bricks, the the uh, ingots that was made out of gold back then, and then the silver shoes that they had before it went from uh, it went from color, it went from black and white to color. If they had silver shoes, and um, silver represented how um, paper or money had backing through resources, silver and gold, or some type of resource. But how they were going into the paper system, taking away that uh, that reality. But um, as you know, that is not it's not a child movie. It's really based on some other stuff. You know, so the Wizard of Oz. Um, look at the word Oz. Oz is uh, under. Latin, and, no Italian, and it means um, ounce or ounces. But we got Wizard of Oz, so it's the wizard. Wizard means one who's clever or skillful, so the clever ounce or odd. But what does the ounce have to do with being wise? Is it relating to gold? What does gold have to do with uh, the road, brick road, follow the yellow brick road? Is it really talking about follow the money? So, again, you know, I'm going to go into the metaphysical side. So the yellow brick road, looking at it from a metaphysical viewpoint, I'm going to float out of here with this real quick. Oh, it's right here. So don't got to go too far. Um, if you recall, this is out of First World War by Dr. Alin. Um, they right here, quantum physics states the man is physically made of feminist stardust. In addition, quantum means the light breath or light force energy is the color of blood, like a ruby, red gem. You see the prana in man is at the heart. Prana is the sum total of all energy that's manifested in the universe. Is the sum total of all latent forces of powers which are hidden in men and which lie everywhere around us. Heat, light, electricity, magnetism are all manifest in the prana. Prana has the same color as Kundalini, the serpentine fire red, as it rests itself asleep at the root base chakra or chakra plexus of man. Therefore, prana and the Kundalini are one and the same. The Kundalini is the force that gives light 
and animates the physical body, the divine soul that the earth incarnates the human beings is Lucifer, light bringer, coming to earth. In order to, in other words, the um, Kundalini soul falling through a vortex and through the soft spot of the head of a fetus, child, called the crown chakra or heaven. It strikes first in the pineal gland, heaven, then the pituitary gland, then the thyroid gland, then the thymus gland, creates the solar plexus, or the pancreas organ in the solar plexus region, then the sacral plexus, and finally on down to the prostate gland in males and in uterus in females. This is what we call to heal the physical reality, where the Kundalini rests happily until it is awakened and risen upwards, going back to the pineal gland through those four or melody centers. So, right here, quantum physics states that man is physically made of the women of stardust. Was it eight billion, eight hundred billion? Was it eight billion? I can't recall. Eight billion tons of stardust every day, you know, coming to the planet Earth. So, follow the yellow brick road. In essence, this is what I see the ounces are talking about. Yellow brick road is prana or it is um, coming into your intelligence. It's the breath. It's, it's, the end of the road is gold, right? But um, solaric energy or, as we just stated, stardust. Stardust comes through solaric energy. As you know, gold is formed through sunlight. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it gives off that color. But it's, it's actually cosmic dust or solaric dust stardust. So gold bricks are formed form through the intelligence. And as was mentioned right there, the intelligence is the light brings brings it comes in. You know what I'm saying? So how this rainbow is formed down to the root chakra or the um, prostate gland in the, in the uterus. Women, the prostate gland of men, from the pineal gland of the crown chakra heaven, this light comes down and bends into the physical body. So the body is a temple. You know what I mean? So we bend and we should worship self, basically, in meditation. And body means to contribute properly to physical structure or to the divine soul, divine soul being body, the force to contribute. Yeah. So um but the wizard of Oz is the clever way of the intelligence in that sense. Yet I had to look at it again, so I was like, ounce, ounce, I was like, Yeah, what about twenty one gram theory? You know? I recall that twenty one gram theory basically is the theory that the soul weighs 21 grams. It was an experiment conducted by Dr. McDougall back in the uh, 20s or something, the 1800s, something like that. I think it was late 1800s. But what he did was get, he got six um, patients and he measured their weight right before death and after death, after they transcend, after they transitioned from physical to the to the spiritual or the, the material to the immaterial, you know what I'm saying? So this is one of those interfaces, law interfaces, power existence in this area right here. So what he did was he weighed them 
before and directly after they had transcended, right before death, right before they transcended, and right after. And what he gained, the information he gained on average, was that their weight was less than 21 grams. So 21 grams is roughly equivalent to 28 grams. 28 grams is one ounce. So the soul, soul being the true self or the sovereign, and that's the material straw man or tin man when it pertains to the storyline within this uh, movie, Wizard of Oz. But, so the Wizard of Oz is the title alone would clarify some things within uh, what I'm getting at it uh, as far as uh, Over the Rainbow. So the Wizard of Oz, the um, skillful one of soul, the Wizard of Soul, you know what I'm saying, or the wise one, the soul one, or the soul man, or the Solomon, or that's the soul of man. Remember again, the soul of man, that's the sun behind the sun behind the sun, soul meaning solar or sun, um, also meaning sun in two form, I mean Sanskrit, and on meaning sun in um, Coptic, Egyptian. So we have three different aspects of soul, meaning sun and land. So we have sun, sun, and sun, solid. So the three suns are the three aspects of the soul. Wizard of, or the, the wise man of the soul, the wise man, the sage. So who's the sage? Who's the high priest? And we go back in time, but we're going to stick with this right here, but that's the Dogon. Dogon's uh, um, also the Nomos. Speak on him at the Nomos, but these Dogons or Nomos, came, the Nomos came down and greeted with uh, the Dogons, as well as some of the Maldekians. They found that the Maldekians were more vigilant, more aggressive, so they, they you know, they went away from them. But speaking on the Dogons, somewhat, how they developed, well, you know, the Dogons were great people in uh, Western Western Africa, Mali region, they were descendants of. Uh, they said they were descendants of people from the stars from Mars, and they were directly or us, and they were were descendants descendants of the people directly from Sirius D. Trying to locate something here. Get on uh, the Dogon and how they uh, how they develop a system of uh, agriculture, astrology, uh, and culture in general, finding the challenges, uh, 
but as well as pharmacy, well, pharmacopoeia is going to stay right here. Yet still, they built the traditional um, spiritualism, African spiritualism system that we regard today as a religion, even though it's been broken down in different variations, it all stems and roots back to one general aspect, and that's uh, basically knowledge of self or going back to what self is and that, you know, to know self is to know God and know the universe, and that's that first scale. Basically, that's uh, somewhere over the rainbow. So that's basically that's the point. So when you speak on what's the point, you know, the point is the initiating aspect of self, and that's higher self going into or self through the operation of the energy. That's hard energy or intent to do. The Dogon religion was centered around the loss of twins or exogamy. Or exogamy was in, in, when we're dealing with, when we're speaking on the loss of uh, twins, the twins inside of uh, in, in Dogon dialogue. Um, it's a male and female that were born together, and it, uh, these twin births were equivalent to left and right brain or to the electromagnetic energy that is uh, involved in all things that exist in uh, physical reality. So the twin births or um, the religion that I'm speaking on, which Dogon religion is a spiritual system that is the template to all other spiritual religions or a spiritual system, is was was uh, based for driving. And that means uh, not being either or or gender is concerned. And that balance within that dual structure. So there's one that's within the one, two. Trading the three. Three in completion. That is completion. So that's ten. So at ten. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, or understanding, yet also wrong. You can look at it like the neutron, the electron, and the photon created the at ten. Forms the at ten into a structure popping out. To an egg and then to the human. Not. But so, you know, what came first? Now, the cell or the human, or the human or the cell, or the unseen reality that was formulated from two thoughts, that was an idea, that was nothing, that was, became a ripple, time and space. How do we get that ripple back? You know, that's the task at hand. Basically, Combining, you know, like a twin birth thing, that was the main aspect of uh, the Dogon religion or this system in Dogon. Dogon. So it, one symbol was the, the male. The male was symbolized by, um, by the color white. And white stars there is B. That's Osado. Females, but also we're looking at the color white, 
God is talking about life or light. And it also could be depicted as steaming as far as um, physical reality being formulated through the essence of man and the color of semen most respects is similar to white. With a little tint, depending on how much melanin you get in anybody, you know what I'm saying? But the female, on the other hand, um, a symbol was a cow. Well, actually, symbolized by the color red. And um, the same name, the Dogon language, but the sun name had the same root as the word cow. Ah. So, you know, for the cow was also a root as well as a flock. I mean, I said, as well as also, all of them have been at times being symbolized by the cow, which means cultivation. But also, then, this pertains to what I said means receptive. Um, being able to be led into the correct way by discipline, also by instruction, learning, or remembering. And the learning is to remember, to bring back memories. That's what education is about, to bring something out oneself. That means bring something that's already been. Your um, your memory, the membrane, you know what I'm saying? Seven membranes DNA is has holds your memories in that. So learning helps to remember that the twin birth it also coincides with um, left and right eating kangala, the sushumano or the spine, sacral nerves as they go up the spine. And flips back down the spine, so the energy going from um, red to white, up and down. The nerves going up and down through there as a different types of color, red and white being one within that. Uh, but also, when we're looking at the color of red, we're talking about purity and the aspect of um, the woman cycle. So, we're looking at, we have white. Symbolizing the male, semen, and red symbolizing the female in purification of blood, right? The letter M is being uh, Hebrew. Mm-hmm. The 13th letter means um, chaos, mighty, or blood. Symbol of water, though. The water, M, mm-hmm. you know, is also. Um, Chaos, mighty of blood, you know, so that's purification, that's mother move or mem or move to nature. All right, so um, the Dogon developed his religion on the external means as far as the twins were concerned, but the truth would be known it was based on those energies or twins of um, the two pairs and of, of activity within the structure of creation or how energy is collected through two opposing forces that agree upon uh, life. 
So they're not really opposing, they really complement each other. As far as, as the like the yin and yang concept being two opposing forces that complement each other. So it's as a man and woman or as a light and dark, you know, or as a um you know, child and water and heat, mouse and peanut butter. <laughs> My mouth ran in, ran out. Hey, but that that peppermint worked. Yes, it did. Give thanks to the first I'm going to give thanks to the first I meant to mention that for um, giving me the insight for the peppermint. It did work. They're back, though. I, I, don't, I, I would hop the peppermint, I think, the entire wood line, and that's not going to happen. I'm going, we're going to have to put some peppermint traps up around the just fortified houses, like peppermint patterns. I forever. But it did work and give thanks also to the Queen for uh helping me out with the massage the other day. That really did advance some healing in the seas, some meditation. You know, I enjoyed that. That um it really did help. And that shea butter as well. I was also using that. It was almost back to normal. What happened? I fell on the table, but I'm good now. Good thanks. All right. Well, I'm getting better. I ain't gonna say I'm hundred percent. I'm about like eighty five. No, no, let's take that back. Not eighty five percent. More like uh, eighty seven. Like the uh, let's get ninety, be a hundred soon. Soon and very soon. Yeah. All right. Um. What were we on? Um. Um, we're over Dorothy and everything. So we're involved in the book by um, Frank Baum. So I was talking about 21 grand theory and how that's sold and everything. So, well, from my perspective, metaphysically, it's uh, the gold as well or the eye, the ounce. So the wise man of soul. Who's the soul man? That's that. Naga, the nebula soul, man. You know what I'm saying? Clever one. I'm so, you know, the mind is man. I'm late to 21. Soul, 21 grams, ounce, being 28 grams, but late to 21 grams. As we call within. The age of twenty one we form the emotional body. And by this time this is when nature of learning should change and we take on a new importance. The young adult begins to be concerned more with the judgment and synthesis of actual data and then formulate their own ideas from this information. So the judgment tends to be simplistic, seeing everything in black and white, black and white terms beforehand. Scientific intelligence can awaken at this point, and either great supportive enthusiasm or negative skepticism will develop. It depends on the teacher. So the identification with and loyalty to a peer group is a common idea for this stage of development. 
This identification, although with the peer group beyond its age, can be dangerous. So after 21, can be dangerous if we are still connected to some type of um, group. And that is where we're getting predominant, a lot of our information or expression from. And we're trying to bridge both for the, the aspect of learning from others as well as taking information and learning from my own personal experience at this time, 21. This stage is, is normally matched between the ages of 14 and 21. That's the emotional body of 14 to 21. It's when we learn how to use the information that we have built up from 7 to 14, 7 to 21 as um, information that's pertaining to who we are. And then we can use the information to discern certain activities in our life as we further grow. But when we turn 21, we start to form. And that, oh, wait, the emotional body is the... Um, the higher astral body. You know what I'm saying? So the emotional body is the higher astral body. The mental body is formed at, at the age of 21. They go with the age of 21 is slack. Well, we speak to, uh, you know, pretty much drink and go song in place of um, developing a higher intelligence. You know, in um, past, in the, in the ancient ways, we would enter into a university at the age of 21. That's the reason for college after high school. These days we don't go to a university. This pertains to true higher learning. We are going, we are going backwards into lower learning, which uh, dealing with logical thinking, that's linear thinking as all one, two, three in front of our face and not bringing something that could, you know, be new to the reality created. So, all right, the Wizard of Oz, that's the um, wise man. You remember the wise man had three, with three beings that were walking um, to see so-called Jesus in the manger, the manger physical body. These are the pomegranates again. So, you know, being wrapped in those uh, swaddling clothes as the mummy wrapped, the mummy wrap, the swaddling clothes is the light as it wraps around those different portals of, or those military centers, centers of the, the chakra system to wraps around those threads into what we call um, the rainbow box. But this is the reality of this canvas, so to speak. But so that that's how I look at that. But then we go into Kansas, and what happens in Kansas? The tornado happens, and that tornado is uh, basically a vortex. So a vortex is again two opposing directions that collide and form into just vortex of energy or vortex. Those two opposing forces form a natural, a complementary force, being the tornado or vortex. And what forms, uh, what is the black hole? A black hole is in the vortex. 
and what's melanin. Melanin is a black hole because it absorbs all light sound. So all this melanin we have, even though we might not see it doing it, take it in whatever. You know what I'm saying? So we have to watch what we put in. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes in everything. So as as the name Kintoto represents. Again, Dorothy, uh, Dor meaning he, in Hebrew means generation D and that, if I'm not mistaken, means God, Dios. So Dorothy, generation of God, in total is Latin for uh, in everything. So the generation of God, the everything. So all in the generation of God, Dorothy and Toto. So Toto being dog and everything, so that's like God basically backwards to the dog, but you look at it like Toto being an animalistic side of self, you know, the, the Kundalini energy, Dorothy being the generation of God. So the Kundalini energy, when it's generated properly through God, through the body, animalistic energy, everything that's part of you know what I'm saying? So that it's not just animalistic. Animal doesn't mean um, aggressive or fight, flight or flight. Maybe animal means to be animated, to use bioenergy essence to become physical being with your heart. To be animated means that the carbon structure within it, again, carbon molecule based on all life, backbone. So that's melody. You know what I'm saying? So, Dorothy, the generation of God, or the generation of uh, life and everything, Toto, in everything. So, generation of God is in everything. That's including us, because we are everything. Right? So, this sunlight, again, or America's gold, as we spoke on, has been uh, replaced, and the silver has been replaced, the moonlight, silver has been replaced, and now we have an artificial entity or medium. Remember, medium or the medium of the chakra system is heart, root, or light. This medium has been replaced and is a veil over it. So the heart which is the center, sunlight, can change into, remember, the center also corresponds to color green. So when they was running or walking on the yellow brick road, they were going to the Emerald City, which is uh, emerald green color. And also, what was the color um, red representing as far as prana? Is ruby red at the kind of leaning. So went from silver shoes to red shoes and the alternate version of the colored version of uh was the vibe. And those those ruby red shoes represent um the Kundalini energy in the base reality. Then stepping on the goal, but stepping on the goal, walking on that intelligence and walking on the path that's the you standing on um the the shoulders or the backs of those that came before us and going into the Emerald City is going into the heart shock of the heart realm. You know what I'm saying? From 
that intelligence, that breath that's within um, solar energy from the generation of God. So everything, Toto is in everything, uh, or everything is in life. Well, God is within everything. That's what the Toto in that expression. So when they woke up into that artificial reality or the alternate dimension, um, they she said what she said um, we're not Kansas anymore. Kansas would be illusionary reality as it's turned by, as we see it through our personality. Then when she woke up in other reality, everything seemed the same, but it was different. You know, that's the dream state, basically the subconscious world around. So the first um, entity that she met up with was uh, the straw man. We know the straw man to be a front man, you know what I'm saying, scarecrow. Scarecrow was, uh, you know, made out of hay or whatever, straw. So he's a straw man. That's an artificial entity, you know what I mean? So that's uh, that's not the true person, but that's the lower self, you know. So straw man is equal to the lower self. Straw man had a song, and the song was, um, y'all, y'all remember this? I know I remember it. Uh, if I only had a, if, uh, what was it? I unravel every riddle, for every individual in trouble or in pain. If I only had a brain, so like, if I only had a brain, I unravel every riddle for every individual in trouble or in pain. You know what I'm saying? If I only had a brain, he said he would uh, unravel all the riddles. What are riddles? Riddles are entangled, entangled information. Uh, information is half truth. Basically, the draw man or the individuated tool on that side of developed uh, the capacity of brain cognition properly, then we will have the opportunity and choice to um, be a service to others and deliver that information and not be a scary truck or a straw man. Because a straw man can't speak right or um, or, or touch up to be able to express Itself properly in that in that manner, so the um, higher self will be going to a sovereign or the authorized representative. Then the second character was the Tin Man, Tin Man, or the text identification number was uh, also a hollow person with no um, brain or heart. The Ken man wanted heart. Wanted, yeah, wanted uh, 
kicker. But it's a hollow vessel or vehicle. It's just a empty shell, basically, that's moving around with, without thought, like what they call zombies these days, but not. Also, it could be looked at as a, as a, a host. You know, we spoke on that vampiric type thing that I had where hosts are being drained uh, of their energy. They're walking around as holders of a lower vibrationary, but lower vibrationary energy from the second order entities that need melanated uh, subjects to um, experiment with. All right, so be careful what you are. You know, protect your melanin, basically. Be careful where your melanin is being utilized at. You may be trying to uh, take advantage of, of your life, basically. I mean, I say melanin, but basically what I mean is your attention, your breath, your intelligence. Okay. Very careful. Be, be very observant. And attentive of self. So that 10 minutes of empty shell that is... Um, also, looking for some type of disclosure and to be sealed. You know? So that's that sale that can be sealed at the 99% of non movement or nothing that can be enhanced by the bending of that light properly into um, the structure of the sale. All right, so. The third character was the lion. The lion is the king of the beasts in the jungle. Yeah, this lion lacked he lacked courage. Uh, the lion is also symbolic of the indigenous people on Earth. You know, the indigenous people as we spoke earlier initiated from for the press and also the equal the base region is uh, Ethiopia or Kush and black troop of Kush were the lion is represented within uh, the Rastafarian Ethiopian religion, Kushitic religion as well as um the Lion of Judah. You know so lion is uh very prominent within the indigenous people's, um, our indigenous culture, way of life, past now, past, present, or future, present is now, and that is what's happening, that's what's popping. So, after, so the, um, the lion wants courage because the lion lacks courage. Uh, the indigenous people need courage. We were once fearless people, stood up. Because this was us. Over time, things have been changed because of the operation of what we um, we look at as government or the um, powers to be. This this government has uh, usurped powers from the natural people of planet Earth, the natural indigenous people of planet Earth. And uh, being that we are those rainbow people, in a nutshell, they know that 
it will be a good opportunity to attempt to continue to create a chaotic type of uh, message externally for us to refuse or absorb into our melanin stuff. Always try to keep positive frame of mind, even in this chaotic situation, so that uh, melanin can have this opportunity or life can have an opportunity to form natural. In these three individuated duels, these three entities or whatnot, they went on to Oz or to Bold. So Dorothy and these three companions, Dorothy, you got the lion, the scarecrow, and the tin man. The, um, the black church was the animalistic aspect of, of, um, of man. Then we have the tin man being the mechanical aspect of man or the mental, logical side of man. Then we have Scarecrow who wants a brain who is, that will represent the emotional side of man. So those three got the, uh, the lion, Scarecrow, and the tin man. And then you have the dog Dorothy, Dorothy, Doro meaning again, generation of D means God in Latin, so Dios, so we're not so we had the generation of God or um the generation of life in total meaning um uh, everything. So again, so generation of life, light well God is in everything. So that's melanin. As far as life is concerned, as dark energy and dark matter, and to um, how life formulates. So that's the, that's where they went. The ounce again is the soul. So these companions and Dorothy and the dog go to find the, the way to the soul. The soul search on the path of flight. This is, is the, basically the yellow big road. The yellow big road is the intelligence again. That is um, solar, cosmic, and galactic energy using and flowing in from what we call the sun and forming life on the planet Earth as that bridge. That's a, that, again, is the interface from that aspect of um, three suns. Alright. But after that she meets up if you come across she talks to uh the Professor Marvel. Marvel is like uh something that's astonishing great. You know, but, uh, but, uh, but at any rate, so they um uh, she meets up with him and he starts schooling her on um uh, Osiris and Isis, you know, and the pharaohs of, uh, of Egypt. So that was like, what was that in there for? Why is Isis and Osiris in this storyline of Wizard uh, of That they got to do identity. Yeah, so Isis and Osiris, male and female, 
goes back to the Dogon religion, of, uh, which is fundamentally based on twins, twins or androgynous, meaning um, being uh, genderless. So in that nature, that would be the God body, basically, but that would be the tying of oneself in the dual, or the tying of oneself from lower and higher uh, realities into one. Instead of being dual of nature, being one and unified, that's not self. Going back to the initiating point, that's source or resource again. So going back to source, and that's the full circle. Because the half a circle is uh, is matter, then the metronetic. So the half circle being matter, and we're going to the full circle of completion, him or at him, then we have the complete message or the full message that relates to the hollow ground. Hollow, again, means complete. The ground means text or message. Hollow means whole or complete. Also means holy or holy. So it would be the holy message or the holy script that pertains to or reflect back to Metro Metro or the Holy Bible as well, or um, the um, Son, meaning Helios, and Biblos, meaning script. So the Son words that would also relate to the yellow brick road or the intelligence that um, the generation of God is going on with uh, this animalistic or the animated vitality or essence. So if Dorothy flows on this road, looking and locating soul or I, the Emerald City, Emerald City being related to the heart region, heart chakra, and the exchange of that energy from that pathway into the heart chakra, the intelligence or the light going in that pathway. Remember the heart, it picks up more, more abundance now or more energy than brain. So as electromagnetic energy is introduced to the heart, the inner city, it comes through from um, the yellow brick road, so to speak, or the intelligence, the pathway, that pathway being photon, broken down, pitch, or, uh, you know, pitch meaning heaven, and then we have head meaning infinite, as well as time and earth, a top, so pits, heaven, top, earth, and head, um, heaven. So it's the, um, the top or the pathway, pit, heaven, top, earth, and head, uh, the connection with the infinite. The infinite pathway to heaven, and that's, uh, that could be relating to, of course, Photons, uh, also light, also yellow to grow. Now, you know, it's an extra stone. I'm just looking at it from a metaphysical angle. That means, you know, we're rearranging or retransforming the physical language into a metaphysical language. So we have another portal of thought, another vortex, another dimension of thought. So after they, um, she talked to the dude, the, the the Marvel dude, Doctor Marvel, she uh, got there to two eyes and everything, and and they uh, with a dog actually 
took the veil off of uh off of the so called wizard and they saw that the wizard was not actually great whiz, whatever. Some wise man, clever dude that was uh, able to do all types of things or answer all types of questions and provide mystical um guess uh type of gifts, I guess we're not too too people that they asked, but Y'all came and took that that joint off of them. They said well, you can look at it like the Kundalini or Toto means and everything. So everything is Kundalini energy or melanin. Basically, it's a, just a it's flowing in there in that, in that dark that dark space. But Toto and everything or everything went took the the veil away from what was trying to perpetrate as the wise man or the one who has the authority over our soul, the wizard of eyes or the wise man of our, the skillful one of the soul. Eyes, from my perspective, eyes is, eyes is, is abbreviated, OZ is abbreviated for ounce, for anza. Anza is Italian for ounce, or ounce. And um, we're looking at the theory of 21 grams, 21 grams relating to how the soul weighs 21 grams or the body is less than 21 grams after uh, the transition from the physical to the, to the spiritual or the immaterial, from the material to the immaterial. So on average, the body weighs 21 grams less. So the 21 gram theory states that the soul may weigh 21 grams, and we know that an ounce weighs 28 grams. So in essence, I look at it as... Um, it's an allegory to the soul, operation the soul again. All right, so we were going through it. It was a song that they sung. The Munchkins were singing as uh, as they were getting to the Emerald City, to the heart. So as they were getting to the light, or to the green, basically, to the uh, Balance. It stated, you are out of the woods, you are out of the dark, you are out of the night. Step into the sun, step into the light. Keep straight ahead. For the most glorious place on the face of the earth or the stars. Talking about going from darkness into the light, basically. Or going from uh, a chaotic state to a balanced state. But out of the woods, you know, out of uh, darkness, out of ignorance, out of a morbid state, out of night, stepping into light or to right balance, to the heart region, basically, into the sun, step to the sun, keep straight ahead for the most glorious place on the face of the earth or the stars. So we keep straight ahead away from, I mean, as we lead from the heart, go straight ahead, go into Glorious place on the face, most glorious place on the face, as what's on the face or in the face. Time going as we move straight ahead. So the time going, just getting that energy going back up, the vitality or the red ruby slippers, the um, the base color, the chakra system or spectrum, that light angle or the information as the information. Sits there, it can become waste product 
water because it's uh it's light. That carries so that any light that sits in one spot, it tends to develop more light, but it can become a problem if it doesn't move away from that sitting water and continue its progress or part or propagation. And you were speaking on that early propagation is uh growth. So when growth is stunted is due to something um that has slowed its operation and that's what happens when when light is formed or when the rainbow is formed. It is slowed. So that propagation of growth has been altered or slowed down. It's not necessarily a bad thing, yet when it's not balanced on both sides, it can seem somewhat like it's bad, but it's not bad. It's just that's where the growth is in that pattern at that moment. Yeah, so that is some of what, how I look at it on that, on that, on that um, from the angle of, uh, the rainbow and the color red also represents uh, the Rothschilds. When it, if you're looking at the color red and representing the Federal Reserve System, Rothschild means red shield, and that's um, red is uh, the blue color, of what blue color, chakra color. But Rothschilds being one of the families, one of the five families that developed, or the five banking families. Developed uh, Federal Reserve System, and that fake fiat money and all that stuff, you know, that we are—that's uh, the new whip, you know. what I'm saying to say to uh, to lower self, or uh, we can see that the rainbow inside. Of, well, this is where I looked at it. The rainbow and somewhat over the rainbow is how we are locating our soul. We are we are on a journey, or we are like soul searching. But inside of the movie, of course, it's, it's a it's a different reality, and it's also Hegelian dialect because it's based on fear. How the woman, uh, what's her name, Amaro, came through and was like, got the uh, get your dog, or I'm gonna shoot. So your dog tried to attack, and and Mama M, I M, yeah, I M. It's thirteenth letter again. Like now, nah, you know, my dog Toto or in everything, God wouldn't bite a flea on that. But uh, she said, uh, I think the Miss uh, Almara, when you look at the word Almara, and she had an all black and uh, black represents the planet Saturn, the black planet. But she had an all black. And her name is Almada. Nava is a mirror. That means great sea in Hebrew. We talk about Melia. Al the mirror, great sea, the great sea, great water. You know what I'm saying? But they depicted her as an evil type entity, you know, also as the wicked witch of the West, you know. And who is who operates in the West except but also also the God of death. You know, so but uh yeah. as for Almero, also Elmo Elmo um El Mario, 
So the I am, the balance, or the, you could say the duality of Amela is um, 13th letter as bridging both sides together. Like when we talk about the 26th letter of the um, English, 10th letters, 13, 13 is 26. That's the halfway point. That's in between two realms. That, again, is the, um, we go back to the law of interfaces. So that we speak on the law of interfaces, speaks on there's power between the place, between two places. So the two places, like the rainbow effect, is the unseen and the seen. As the rainbow has been formulated from light, unseen, darkness, forming into light as it slows down and operates within the water and bends and turns into what we look at as the spectrum or the rainbow effect. That is how the physical body also is formed, but I am in that that middle, that's that balance. And I'm not, no, my, mm, God, mm, I know myself, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, this other side, this logical side is like, nah, you, you know, you come in here and we need paperwork. And she says she's going to get an order from the sheriff. Who's the sheriff? The America also be looked at as um, the queen. But, you know what I'm saying? Because she don't have, don't have the county, but the county can be the half the country. And we know who has, you know, the indigenous people. Watch the, we have titles to um, almost half the country legally. Know by title, we might not physically have it, but legally we do have it. But uh, so that she can also be um, representing the queen. Get thanks. You know, symbolically, you know they had that white person or uh, Caucasian there, but it's got these names I met them and I am. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know that's definitely mother. That's mama, you know what I'm saying? So that like we were talking about the other week, black, black aunt, you know, but that, that's that black aunt, that's that mama, you know, that some of us had, that, that grandma too. That's, a, that's that energy of creation, the portal. not to go too far into the Wizard of Oz like that. I was going to also speak on um, melanin in a different perspective. Well, actually the rainbows and melanin, but the Rainbow City was talked about a couple of times before. Rainbow City is a, um, it's a city that was built within uh, Antarctica what they call the hollow earth. Uh, it's like a hole in the middle of the earth in Antarctica. Oh, I mean, regions like two holes. But within the hole are, are caverns that go within, that go throughout the planet, different areas. But some of those spots, you can imagine, this is a pretty big area, you know, this planet, you know, so there's cities. One of those cities is called Rainbow Cities. It was like seven cities built thousands and thousands of years ago by extraterrestrials as they came in and uh, visited or dwelt and inhabited planet Earth. Some of them dwelt within the planet instead of on the surface, maybe due to how uh, surface environment they may not have been able to adapt to it in that manner. So um, 
they built these cities. One of them was called again Rainbow City. And these cities were uh were pretty vast but they were also they had a higher intelligence or information. One of the uh, the computers that was placed there was called Calabombs, that is high artificial alien life form. And it uh, basically uh, the largest computer built ever. I mean, at the, if I'm not mistaken, this computer is still there and it might be the home of the planet Earth. I mean, they do say this is, I don't know, this is a, a mothership or a ship. But uh, this, this computer is a very large computer and it is tapped into for a while. Like, Millions of years, and it has a different function, but it's called high hell. I think it's the acronym again is a highly artificial alien life form. You have to look into that. This is a this is something just because speaking on uh, Rainbow City or, or Shambhala and different caverns or different cities within the planet Earth. That Rainbow City. Is one of the last ones that is still intact. Um, says right here, millions of years back, Mars was an okay place to live, and our ancient ancestors um, realized that um, that, but they realized that the planet was dying out, and that the oxygen and water was getting shorter and shorter. So they they found it necessary to uh, find them elsewhere to. Find another place to live, and that was the Earth, being the next habitable planet to Mars. So on the Mars surface, you can see what we call the face on Mars, and that face on Mars is called Shinty. Shinty means Earthy. But they were bringing, they were coming back from Earth to Mars to take Earthies up there for experiment. Shinty was in the laboratory. The face of Mars uh, depicts the image of Adam, the so-called Adam of Cat, the first um, superhuman, you could say, developed on the planet Earth thousands, thousands of years ago. Well, developed on Mars, actually. These were also relate to what the Dogon are speaking on as uh, being descendants of on Mars. So we are the descendants of the people on Mars due to um, the inbreeding of extraterrestrials or people or entities that were not necessarily indigenous to what we call planet Earth, yet they were melanated, so they're indigenous to the universe. All right, so talking on... on uh, Rainbow City, that's it's still in, uh, it's, it's still there in, in the, um, somewhere within planet Earth. And if you would like to go there, just uh, GPS it, you know. Snowfall in the hollow hole. I also want to talk about some rainbow children, though. We've got a lot of rainbow children out there. Indigo, starseeds, 
um, these rainbow indigo crystal children are floating around out here, and they need us to guide. We think we need them. I mean, we think we need to guide them, but actually these indigo rainbow starseeds need us to guide. They they waiting to lead us somewhere, but we so busy in our own little realities of being grown or adults that we can't see that they trying to show us the way. But these um, star seeds, indigos, and rainbow children have exceptional gifts, you know. And uh, as they come in, they uh, are taking the energies of the zero time. Meaning they're taking in a solidified soul that has uh, been given the opportunity to locate a past, present, future, and end the present or in the present, which is the gift, the present. So you collect the gift in, in the now time, what we call it now. This is the infinite moment. And these star seeds, indigos, and rainbow are children. I've always been here, you know, you've always been here. Back in the 70s, they called it the love child. That's when the heart chakra region was being developed. It also has been manipulated by external means due to the over excess the use of alcohol and drugs, or the hallucinogenic effect, certain drugs that they introduced at that time to the masses that depleted some of the aspects of what we would call true love. And then it changed uh, the reality within the 80s because we had become dependent on drugs. And then, but they switched up the game with the synthetic um, uh, enhancement of, of, of poppy seeds as well as um, coca, or what we call cocaine, and uh, poppy being opium pearl. So the synthetic enhancement of those natural products within the melon structure most definitely change the whole aspect of what we call the love child. But these star seeds, indigo, crystal, rainbow children being born in the eighties, nineties, and now times, that their soul has been given that opportunity, like I said, to get all those memories back collectively at once. The slow down version that we got ain't so ain't ain't really happening with those those seeds. That's why they're coming out ready and uh but at the same time, we got that physical reality that seems heavier to them because they got they got a different characteristic. We'll go through some of the characteristics of uh, rainbow children, indigo children, and sources of basically gifted children that are coming into this reality right now. And some people may call them ADHD or autistic or whatnot. But that's due to the fact that they're not balanced alone or, or they're not getting the S development in the system, so the, the emotional exchange gets initiated. But uh, some of the emotional characteristics of these gifted children are perceptible, meaning they see things clearly, they, they perceive things and look at it from a different angle and perspective than the norm. Um, they will be highly involved and preoccupied it means they will always want something to do, always want to be involved in something. And they will always be looking to understand what's going on. They will question their reality. 
um, they will have heightened sensitivities. And things around them will be all sensitive to in their reality. That melanin will really be popping and be touching on things in the physical reality because the melanin is basically that rainbow child or that indigo child that is melanin. And then, you know, um, observe and participate. Um, perfectionists, those indigo star seeds, um, Rainbow children, they strive for perfection. Um, an uneven integration of intellectual ability, meaning that some things that we or that those type of individuated duels, being starseeds or rainbow children, use their information into their intellectual ability, and sometimes it just don't work out because they're so creative. So, Things that this reality offers them just don't seem to pan out properly within their creative functions and their intellectual abilities. So their emotional intensity also can be um, somewhat different. And that's which basically, it can be high, it can be low, but if you notice most, if you are around starseeds or indigo children, rainbow children, they can control their emotions. And what I think is meant by emotional intensity is certain things will give them an abrupt type of emotional reaction that they observe and they they look at because they're so perceptive, and then they learn from or they gain an understanding from. Uh, another attribute or characteristic of uh, indigo, rainbow, starseed, are um, an early awareness of being different. They know from a very young age that they are different, they, that they are not a part of the normal structure of the same reality. They know that something is operating within the inner self that is far more greater than what's going on around. Uh, anxiety is caused by their advanced knowledge. Sometimes they get a little stressed because what they have gained as far as knowledge is not what everyone around them is readily available to yet. They haven't dipped into that bag yet to be able to pull that rabbit out to see how deep the house's looking glass is. Um, early adolescents, some of these star seeds or, or gifted children, uh, especially the highly gifted ones, they may skip the latency stage of development. So they may not go through that first part of adolescence. Where uh, dormant, you know, where they're really just still absorbing. They're gonna pretty much skip that part where they need that the extra uh, attention from some external to give them uh, what we call indirect information. They'll they'll learn from the self more so at an earlier age than uh, most adolescents. Speaking on that 14 to 21 chapter, 
at three fold seven twenty one. Um, they need mental stimulation. Gotta be stimulated. Gotta be doing something again. You know that always want to be involved in something, even in rest. You know what I'm saying? The mind is stimulated to um, subconscious realm more so than the average uh, individual way to do it. So these star children, indigo seeds and rainbow seeds are very um, open to the ancestral realm, spiritual realm, or basically the subconscious um, state. Um, excitability and overexcitability. They tend to be overstimulated some at some time. So that's that that emotional thing again where it can go up and down. But it mastered over time due to um perfectionism, you know, due to the the actualization of, of who these these gifted children are. They are going to be able to develop within them a balance very, very quickly in their transition. Some of them will be able to balance within uh, 4 to 21. You know, they say we'll be 40 like, when we get to that certain point. You know, with dealing with zero time and, and dealing with, uh, you notice how last Tuesday was yesterday, seems like, you know, and that was just yesterday. <laughs> but we're back again seven days later. And it seems like we may have just went to sleep and woke up on like Tuesday. So uh, this point is zero, so it'll be it's a lot easier for them to balance. And we can also, as you know, well, we're all star seeds, indigo children, and rainbow children, all of everyone. So we can, we need to go ahead and get into that zero time moment and uh, balance. You know what I'm saying? But they also need precision. That goes back to perfectionism from what, but we need precision. We, yeah, you want to be perfect planning prevents poor performance. So being precise and on point, you know. So what is the point? That's the balance. So from from that interface, the interface has that moment of clarity right there where nothing is happening. But when that moment of clarity is taking place, that's precision. That's the precise moment to grab that, and that's that now moment. That's the infinite moment. And the last one, of the last characteristics of these uh, specially gifted individual to do itself is the tendency to be introverted and to go inside oneself. You know, so this introversion can cause emotional intensity as well as cause anxiety because of this introversion formation of the knowledge that. You know, introversion means to go within, so that means we're not expressing a lot of, of that, um, of what we have been mentally stimulated by and what we perceive. So it's good for all people to be able to vent some of the information that's, that they've accumulated. To, when we vent those, that information, let's not go back to the emotional intensity that was formed when we arrived with the information. Yet, let's vent vent the light or whatever, bend that light back out in a stronger 
or not in the reflection of what it was on that side physically, but the reflection on what it is on the immaterial, on venting of it, to be able to go from the introversion. Because introversion can be dangerous if it's built up and not expressed in some manner. But being rainbow, um, indigo, and starseed children, then we will have a, um, the opportunity to utilize that vitality properly, creatively. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm going to play a couple of joints that relate into Rainbow Children. And um, just going, you're here, what's going on? It's three different uh, little clips, real quick. Check them out. They're all like a minute of pop. So after these messages. It was a meteorite falling near his village in the Krasnodar region that captured the imagination of four-year-old Andre, and he's been hooked on astronomy ever since. At the age of nine, he disproved a 150-year-old theory that explained the creation of the asteroid belt between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. The scientists used to have two theories. According to one, it was a planet. The other one stated that it was an unshaped planet, just some space debris. But my theory shows that it was a planet that had several satellites. His friends call him Starboy. But for his father, a military pilot, he's just an ordinary child whose talents need to be developed. Time will tell whether he becomes a scientist, an academic or Nobel Prize winner. What's important for me as his father is that he'll grow up to be a real man and a man of honor. It usually takes Andre around 15 minutes to do his homework, then he prepares to give his next lecture. The Kuban State University can't legally appoint the boy as a teacher, so they pay him 1,500 rubles, a grant that only the best students receive. At school, he behaves like every other child his age. He fools around, tells jokes, and even makes mistakes. Eurasia is the largest continent. It consists of two parts. Here's Europe, and there's Asia. The other way. Oh, sorry, wrong shoulder. The boy says one day he'll become an astronaut or a test pilot like his father. But for now, he's happy constructing small rockets and launching them from the schoolyard. Anton Anisimov, Russia Today. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. Say it, London. Big girl. And you're only four months. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you.
love you. I love you, Evan. I love you. I love you. I love you, Evan.
gonna fade out. This is the um, full casement, uh, somewhere over the rainbow, you know. As I always do, this is a part of, of what I'm gonna always be doing. That's why I like that heel show because they were doing they breaking down the words. That's one of my passions, like that. I like to look deep within the structure of that word. Because, like Patricia said, you know, the world is not run by laws or systems of laws, but ran by symbols. Not law and words, but by the symbols within those laws and words. So, when we're looking at the symbols, you know, that's. Why I like, I, the, like I was saying, that's why I like that, that show because you know, went from, from Jacqueline to, to Jay Quillen to Blake to Velocity or whatever, Velocity. It was just, it was just, you know, I, that's how I, I saw myself like that. I was like, Lord, have I, I can imagine me being a teacher doing that. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I. I guess that's why we on Kiss and Six Tuesday, because you're going to battle. This is a serious warfare right here, though. So get your arms up and create that vortex. You know what I'm saying? Get that interface properly aligned. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing my thing here on this side, from the other side. So I'm going to fade out with this right here, right here. See you guys on the other side of next Tuesday and whatnot. Dr. Aline will be here tomorrow with uh, First World Order Radio Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Y'all be peace. All right, peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. Yeah, yeah. scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish Tap into raw flesh Vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition Chemically imbalanced Ethiopian in Helen Kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line No defining Swirling dervish In between space and time It's a fixed Tuesday Another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just diffuse the way uh, Another tip for fixed Tuesday 